Okay, I hear it now. Now I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me go see if I can see what it is. Nothing in my house should be making noise. The fuck? <laughs> I, I'm at a loss as to what exactly we're going to discuss because we haven't done one of these in so long, but... Let's find out! Welcome to Direct-to-Video. Chess? DVD, DVD extras. extras. Yeah. It's a podcast between podcasts where we talk about whatever we want. Although, it has been a grip since we've done one it has i guess this is our christmas episode cue sleigh bells and also our miscellaneous holidays that we don't um celebrate episode yeah and our new year's episode yes the weather outside is not frightful but it is convenient it's a little bit chilly if you're up at like six in the morning Yes, yes it is. I I was working nights all of last week and man, it got cold, but Mm -hmm. never cold enough that I could really excuse breaking out a thick jacket, but maybe like a like a thin sweater. Well, I was out in just in just like a sweater. and I was like, this is slightly too cold. Uh, well, I, I personally enjoy the cold, so I don't think it's gonna, it's, it's never as big a deal for me, I think, as it is for you. God, I, I despise you whenever you say something like that. Mister can count on one hand how many times he's seen snow and enjoys cold. I, I, excuse me. Okay, wait. There's no excuse for Two, you. Two, three, four, five. I'm not gonna count that one, because it. it's more of a slurry. Okay, I guess I can count it on one hand. That's disappointing. <laughs> this is... This is bad. Okay. Uh, I, I have I have been in, in a lot of below freezing weather, but I find that I'm never in a place that has enough water for it to snow. So, as it is unofficially our Christmas episode, mm-hmm. I got some questions that I, was discover- that I was discussing with other people that I think we could kind of use as icebreakers, but dumb kish at the beginning of this. Uh, for instance, Andy, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I don't like these questions. I I don't particularly enjoy holiday movies, like movies specifically aimed at celebrating a holiday because I don't like holidays. Fair. But I think if I had to pick one, I think my favorite Christmas movie would be A Charlie Brown Christmas just because it's it was the Christmas movie that I watched. But uh, it's not that's not like a hard favorite. Um, It's because that's not even my favorite Peanuts movie. You like the new one, right? I do. I really like the new one animation in it is kind of amazing i like surprising no one it's a wonderful life wow no (laughs) no i like uh a muffet christmas carol oh and hogfather you ever seen the hogfather movie i i have seen the hogfather movie i would not i would be remiss to tell you i remembered anything about it the problem with it is it's like it was like a bbc tv movie and so they have it out in like three episodes yeah which means if you want to sit down and watch it, it's like three hours. I mean, it is a good Christopher Lee filled three hours, though. Like, if, if you're going to get anyone to, to play death in your movie, Christopher Lee was a good choice. He is funny in that movie. Like, I just I just rewatched it and he is hilarious. I feel like Christopher Lee has a gravitas. I don't think that any actor can really has matched since his passing. 
I don't know. There's there was like an air of something that he had whenever he walked onto a movie, even when he was doing comedic roles where you're like, it's fucking Christopher Lee, man. <sighs> Continuing on. Least favorite Christmas movie. Uh... I don't know if I have a least favorite Christmas movie, but I will say that anytime anybody uh, does the bit of, uh, oh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, I don't hate Die Hard, but I hate that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I get that. That's not funny. That's like, that's like, it's it's just reached such like meme levels that there's like no point in making that. I was going to call it an argument, but it's more like just a bad joke it, making that joke anymore. It, it, it's just it's one of those things where like if you can tell the kind of person that person is if they make that joke and they and they believe it and, and they fight for it it's like i don't want to do that this isn't a discussion <laughs> yeah um that is a good that's good that's a good one although i just watched my little cousin's version of um elf the musical they turned elf into a musical the G- the jim carrey the will ferrell movie will ferrell movie that's yeah. weird that's an interesting yeah. choice. And I watched it, and, like, I haven't seen the movie in forever, but it struck me that the, the at least the musical version has a lot of terrible plot devices that I seem to remember them having in the movie, and also um, is kind of anti-adoption in a weird way, because there's all this stuff about, like, where he really belongs and stuff. And, yes. And so it's not that it's, like, such a bad movie that I hate it. It's like, it's such a popular movie that the fact that it's bad makes it worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah hey, uh, directed by John Favreau, by the way. I don't remember who that is. I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, he just directed Lion King recently. Yes. Directed Iron yes, Man. Yeah, yes, that John Favreau. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 John Favreau. Jeez. I was like, he's a Jungle Book guy? And the answer is yes. Right? Yes, also him. Because yes. Okay. Okay. Possibly, I think the best movie John Favreau's done is the Jungle Book movie. I think that argument could be made. At, at the very least, it's it's very uh, visually spectacular in a way that not a lot of his movies are. In the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not that his other movies look bad. He he does a lot of stuff with effects. You know. Yeah, I or just he, I, he has other people do a lot of stuff with effects. I don't know how directing works. He has just like a large <laughs> chattel house of of uh, visual effects people. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think that any of his other movies hit that. There's a magical quality of watching The Jungle Book. I think that his other movies don't really have where when you're watching The Jungle Book, you're like blown away by everything. Okay. Also important. Least favorite Christmas song. Let's hear it. Ever, any of it. Anything. Any Christmas song is my least favorite Christmas That's song. That's right. You hate all Christmas songs except for Feliz Navidad, right? Uh, I don't dis, uh, I don't like Feliz Navidad. I, uh. Okay. I, I I will say I have a I don't think this is a Christmas song. Feliz Navidad. No, I no the the song I'm about to okay say that makes uh, more sense. I this isn't a Christmas song, but it is a song that is played a lot around Christmas for a reason I don't quite understand, which is "Rock Around the Clock" by Bill Haley and his Comets. Is it? I I find that it is, and huh. I I think what it is 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 that whoever's in charge of that Spotify playlist is looking for a rocking around the Christmas <laughs> around tree. The Christmas tree. And, yes. Yeah, missed. Uh, but I like rock around the clock. I, uh, not a Christmas song, but no, I, I just think all Christmas music is like, like for the same reason, I don't really like Christmas movies. It's like, it's all part of this big, just conglomerate force of trying to instill this like 
pseudo Christian holiday on the world that I just don't quite Somebody jive with. Uh, gave me the take of the decade. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it is, yeah, and yeah. it's the right time to call the take of the decade. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was um, unlike every other song. The religious Christmas songs are the good ones, and the non-religious Christmas songs are bullshit. Okay, I will. I will defend uh, that Mariah Carey song. I think that song kind of jams. That song, I can, I can fuck with that song. Like not often, yeah. but I can. But you know what I hate? I hate um, last Christmas. Boy, I hate that song. Last Christmas. <laughs> That's all. Oh yeah! Wow. Oof. Can't stand it. Yeah. Um, but like when they said that to me, I was like, "Man, God rest you, Mary Gentleman's like pretty good, right?" Yeah, uh, I don't know. I and like I have a very weird. I don't love Silent Night, but it's a lot better than Jingle Bells. I am going to name uh four bands. Uh oh. And I want you to tell me if they have covered Last Christmas. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> did I say four bands? You did. Okay, four bands. Okay, are you ready? Is wait, wait, I'm sorry. Is it? One of them hasn't covered Last okay. Christmas. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, and the other three have, and I, I want you to try to guess which one it is, okay? Okay. 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 Give me a sec. I need to, I need to compile this list. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready? Let's do this. Jimmy Eat World. Uh-huh, okay. Cascada, Alcazar, and George Michael. Alcazar? No, they did cover it. Damn. No, they did cover it. <laughs> They're a Swedish band. <sighs> See, I didn't recognize them, so I was like, maybe this one. Maybe this is yeah, made up. I don't up. know. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, George Michael. Boy, it's just... That's the other thing. Oh, man, that's the other thing, is I hate covers of Christmas songs. Well, that's the thing about Christmas music that I hate. Also, Jimmy Eat World fucking covered last Christmas. I just wanted people to know that they did that. I don't know why they did it. Sometimes... I assume, you know, you can release a Christmas album with, like, a good singer or two, and maybe, like, a decent pianist mm-hmm. or something, and, like, make a pretty good Christmas album, right? It's It can't be, like, hard. But, like, I was in a restaurant, and a song came up that was, like, a techno remix of a Christmas song, and I forget, it, oh, it was, um, what's that one? Oh, dude, I don't know, man. They're, they all blend together for but me. But that's the thing, the issue is, it was that song... But they didn't sing the fa-la-la parts, and instead they, like, played it on a guitar, but they played it, like, really softly. Like, they were really trying not to put it in. And it's, like, the one bit that everybody knows from that song, and it was fucking wild. The thing about Christmas music that blows me away, right, is I think other than Mariah Carey's uh, song that she did, which I I would not Mm -hmm. be able to name. All I Want for Christmas is You. Got it. Yes, All I Want for Christmas is You. That's, like, the newest one. That's right. And that came out in 1994. That's that's the thing. 94. Jeez. That's the thing, though. Yes, we get like one new Christmas song a decade if we're lucky. If we're lucky. And and but the thing is, right, is is like 80 percent of them. Yeah, like 90 percent of them are from the 50s. And there's I don't know there. I'm a pretty big fan of like jazz from the 50s swing style from the 50s right like that era of music i'm a pretty big fan of in general but there's something about that christmas music that that joie de vivre that it has that just pisses me off like people are dying (laughs) 
<laughs> but that 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 no other genre of music makes me feel right like i can listen to pop music and be fine but so, something about christmas music from the 50s especially when it's covered by someone recent where i'm just like why why would you do this we don't need more of this it's also never as good as the original well i'll tell you why they do it is because people buy them yeah because people really need their fucking alan jackson cover of uh rocking Look, around the christmas tree you and i could do a christmas album and it would sell you do you just I, don't <laughs> it's it's <laughs> i i think christmas is probably my least favorite holiday just because of the the sheer amount of force that it has on the rest of the world i haven't been off on christmas in like three years and it's a real bummer i think this is the first time i have been off on christmas in three years so this is the main reason i'm going back to school right now Mm -hmm. so i want a job where i can be off on christmas i mean i i would be totally willing to work through christmas uh but i think my family would actually kill me they would come find me kill me and drag me back tangentially related because technically this book takes place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. I have been listening to the audiobook of the 101 Dalmatians. Oh, I remember there being like a lot of dog lore. Well, see, that's why I was listening to it. Because like, um, what I really want to do is read the sequel, which apparently the sequel is like the crazy one, right? Yeah. Um, but yes, we did talk a bit about this book when we did the, uh, the episode. So I was, I was listening to it. And I got to a point where I was like, I gotta turn this off for a while. Because the whole time, it is, like, constantly old-timey sexist. (laughs) Like, it talks about how Pongo and Mrs. Not Perdita. Perdita's a different dog who's the wet nurse for the dogs. Yes. Oh, I forgot that they, they, they did that in the movies. They made them the same character. Right. So Pongo and Mrs., are both, like, very intelligent dogs. They can, like, completely... They can understand human speech, and they can count, and they can do all this stuff. But always, Pongo is smarter. And there is never a point where Mrs., like, has a thought that Pongo didn't have. And that just felt sort of weird. And then another bit, it was talking about how when they were trying to get all the puppies home, that, like, the boys could probably make it, but the girls wouldn't. And there was never, like, a reason for that, because there's no real difference between puppy boys and girls. Yeah. It, w- it was, like, little stuff like that. There's also Cruella DeVille. Cruella DeVille. Might, in the book, actually physically be a devil. One of the puppies bites her and says she tastes like pepper. And she's always eating pepper. And she wears those furs because she's always cold no matter how hot the fire is. And it's like they're saying, yes, this is a demon that's just like on Earth walking around. (laughs) So like, that was weird. That's not sexist or anything in particular. It's just like weird. Uh, But the time where I put it down was when uh, Pongo saw some gypsies Mm. And was like, we gotta sneak around the gypsies because everybody knows gypsies steal dogs. And I was like, well, oh, no. wow. wow. <laughs> and then I was like, that's that's pretty rough. And then it cut to the gypsies. It's like, but Pongo made a mistake because the gypsies saw them. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. God. It's all, yeah, it's... It's rough. It's rough to try to be a fan of something from 60 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, really you, fucking hard you know what you know what dude it's rough sometimes to be a fan of something that came out in 2003 it it's hard yeah it's it's it, there's a lot of stuff and it's it's always like the little things where you're just kind of like ooh, i don't i don't need this all this fucking like it's not always the little things man 
I told you about trying to read Tarzan, right? Fuck Tarzan. Okay, well, that's different. That's different. Tarzan is white supremacist bullshit. Oofa doofa. Boy, he sure did murder some black dudes. Uh, well, he, well, they have to show that he's he's the strongest. Ah, Tarzan was messed up because he yeah, he, he did not feel any kinship with the actual living humans that lived there until some white people showed up, and then he was like, "Oh, we're we're, oh, we're like the you same." The, yeah, there is something really fucked up about not about putting actual African people below. Right. At least in I think most oh. of the movies that they that they made based on those books, he was in some part of of Africa where there were no natives. Somewhere in the jungle. In a way that is its own problem, but in yes. In a way that, that is that's a that's a different kind of erasure. But there are places in the world like that. Although I would I would more likely put him on an island somewhere, just because that feels easier if you actually want to get him alone. <laughs> Just make up an island. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I feel like I would be hard-pressed to think about a way to, like, modernize the Tarzan story without inadvertently just introducing other problematic shit. Like, it's not my place to try to fix that story. No, it would be an okay story to die off to. It's not a story that needs to be told. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone in particular is going to miss uh, colonialist allegory. <laughs> well, I guess, I was going to say, I guess if you did, like, I don't know, like if you did it in space i was like that's just avatar or or even john carter of mars i mean it literally is john carter of mars it was the same guy every once in a while i remember that disney made that movie and that movie is a trip it's not bad it's just not anything right i think i watched it a long time ago that was a thing though i i think that was the same guy originally and i believe john carter like fought for the south like nothing this guy wrote was particularly progressive you know what? I think you're right. I think he did. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yes, he did. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. How? Why is it, Andy, that whenever we get together to just shoot the shit, we talk about racism? <laughs> because it's a problem that we're both very aware of. I guess. Bumping up against it a lot. Oh, Canada. I I was recently reading about the guy who wrote Conan the Barbarian because uh, because I've I've been bouncing around like, do we want it? We could watch the the two Conan the Barbarian movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be fun. They're like fun Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I've never seen them. Really? I yeah. I don't I don't think I could recommend the second one, but the first one's fine, you know, if you want to watch like a dumb Well, it's such a cultural touchstone, right? It's yeah, weird well, that I've never seen it, but here we are. Well, and then they did that new movie, which was bad. It was just boring. But I I was reading about the guy who wrote it just because like uh he was kind of like the 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 a pioneer in like world building and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like along with J.R.R. Tolkien, he was like writing fantasy, sword and sorcery fantasy, like which is like we 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 consider it to be different from Tolkien's kind of. I find sword and sorcery like high fantasy. I find yeah. like, the sword and sorcery stuff a little bit easier to choke down usually. Yeah, well, I I found out that uh, well, I mean, and this is a little depressing, so maybe you want to cut this out, but uh, like he the, the guy like totally like fucking killed himself. Oh no! Uh, like out of nowhere, like uh, in his well, not out of nowhere, but like he died young, like at the age of thirty. Oh jeez! Yeah, and it, it was one of those things where I, 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 I never even knew because Conan the Barbarian is like such a big thing. I thought, oh, like this guy must have like written so much, so many of these stories, but he wrote most of them like over the span of like five ish years. Oh, if that probably less, but yeah, like uh, it's crazy that he just like he was able to 
make this big cultural thing and mm-hmm. in such a short amount of time. That is really interesting. And you're right, kind of a downer. <laughs> well, and uh, unlike, uh, I guess, unlike uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, though, like he he didn't, he never, I don't think, ever did anything too problematic. Well, okay, I'm looking at something he wrote here called <laughs> Oriental Stories, but uh, uh, but it was also a different time. Look, Oriental 19- is really only recently considered a rough thing to say. Well, and I think it's one of those things where it's like geographically, what like the Orient is the Middle East. Right, because it just means from the Orient, which is why you can still like have ramen noodles called Oriental. You're not supposed to call people that. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, is yeah, is once you and it's also one of those things where it's like, ah, they this person is from the Orient. It's like, yeah, where are they from? <laughs> right. Where are they from? Like, give me, give me, give me the name of a, of a nation. Why don't you give yeah. me the name of a country? Where are they from? That's fair. <laughs> it is a it's a big place. Yeah, it's it's pretty much. The all of Asia that isn't Russia, and even then, eh. it's and and that's like what, like sixty percent of the people in the world, more, right? Just a second. How many people? Da 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 da. da. Population of Asia from world onomers six point four billion. Wow, Jesus. That's like six-sevenths of the world's population. Uh, uh, okay, hey, I was right. It's about 60%. What do you know? You know what? I feel really good about that now. Yeah, that's a good guess. Good what job, What is up? Man. I know the population percentage of Asia versus the rest of the world. Well, uh, 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 the other thing, too, is, right, is, oh, like, there is it's such... going up as I watch it. <laughs> there is such cultural diversity as well, this like... Is kind of trippy what it's just like uh a little maybe a little bit faster than a second it adds one to this yes i think it's something like like one point something people is born every second i gotta stop watching this it's it's hypnotizing because i'm seeing the number go up and i'm thinking about what it means every time that is so many people holy god why do we have that many (laughs) (laughs) well Clicking away now. Anywho, ha. I wonder, right, like how terrifying it would be, like the day you watch that number and it goes down. I don't know. It would need to go down a lot. I mean, look, any like a tragedy is bad, but well, no, because right, if that number starts going down, that doesn't mean a lot of people died. It means the rate at which people die is now faster than the rate at which they were born, and that's scary. I don't know. Is it? I mean, yes, obviously that's. I don't know, Andy. Is it? I mean, yes. Like, well, what, what am I supposed to do with this? On one hand, yes, obviously. But on the other hand, is our goal as a species to just take over so there's just a mass of humanity where the world used to be? Because I don't think it is. It, this is a, it's a big philosophical question, right? It, is that but, the philosophical question? It's just like, that, like, like a, it would, ha- it would, it would have to be doing that for a long time before it became a problem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, it, before it turned from being a solution into a problem. A problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Right? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what that point is. At what point does that number going down stop being? good and start yeah, being bad start being, start being like a good thing i don't know but um but I'm my uh i don't really want to keep talking about this but my 
Uh, you, I, you will, and, and, I guess. And, no, no, I'm going to stop, actually, because the, one, the thing I was going to say was going to be even more depressing than one man killing himself. So let's just uh, okay move right along. You have any other icebreaker questions? Free. I don't know. Icebreaker questions, man. Let's see here. Uh, whatever, what other Christmas-themed questions are there? Oh, cookies, man. Cookies. Let's uh, do Christmas cookies. Do you see the Christmas cookie uh, uh, Baby Yodas? Yes, yes, I did. That uh, Noel Stevenson was making? Yes, here's the thing. Yes. I saw that she was making that immediately after somebody told me, you know you can make those, those Yoda things by uh, cutting off an angel's head? That's how they make them! You get an angel stencil and you take off the head! Oh, man. Beheading an angel is so metal. I know. And beheading an angel so you can have a cute little Muppet cookie. A cute little, a cute little Muppet Yoda. Oh, I uh, I did see those cookies. Those They are very adorable. I think the, the uglier, the better. Yeah. The uglier, the cuter, oddly enough. I uh, I will say I'm a big fan of the chocolate chip cookie. Okay, classic. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of sugar cookies. Or frosting, so just plain old chocolate chip. You're fucking weird. So (laughs) my mom makes these uh these great Christmas cookies. So for the longest time there were kinda like three standby recipes for specifically for Christmas cookies. Mm -hmm. One was snowballs. You ever had snowballs? Uh yeah, I think so. They're like um are they pecans? Walnuts? What the heck are they? I can't think of it now. I think they're pecans. Uh, pecans like ground up real fine, rolled into a ball, and then that's rolled in sugar. Okay. It says here walnuts. Fuck. It was walnuts. <laughs> I I have had these. Yeah. And then we had chocolate covered cherry cookies, which were never my Ooh, thing. But you make a cookies. chocolate cookie, you put a maraschino cherry in it, and you put some like sort of fudgy frosting on top. Not fr- oh, frosting's like the wrong word for what it is. It's like a mousse? No, it's thicker than that. What it what it is is it's like some chocolate chips and some cherry juice melted together. So it's it's basically just a sort of a thick bittersweet type thing. Uh-huh. Uh that and then for the longest time, the last one was what my mom would call nipple cookies. No. Uh but she would not call them that among mixed company. Uh which are just peanut butter cookies with uh, a Hershey's kiss in the middle. Uh-huh. But at some point, we shifted to doing these lemon cookies, and the recipe for these has changed over the years, but what's really good is instead of milk in the frosting, use lemon juice. So you got this really, like, tart frosting on them, which I enjoy, and I don't think you care for, because you're anti-frosting. I'm just anti-sugar, really, is the thing, right? Is like, I like a a plain cane (laughs) sugar and the minimal quantity. Like, any... Any recipe involving sugar, I replace it with cane sugar, which already makes it a little less sweet, and then I cut it in half. It's That's fine, I guess, because I know that you would never steal any of my desserts, I suppose. It, that's the thing, right? Is is If I go somewhere with somebody, that person gets twice the sweets, because I'll just give them mine. Like, oh yeah, here you go. I don't, I don't need this. It's fine. I, I will say, there is something to being at a Christmas party... That makes me feel like a vegan at a barbecue where no one really knows what to do with me. Somebody's got to grill up some corn or I'm not going to be able to eat anything. Vegan at a barbecue joke. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, it's it's, funny. 
because I explained it. But I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very much like I'm, I'm aware of the problem that I am mm. uh, as a person who, as a person, doesn't, as a person, yeah. Okay, not a fan of like gingerbread or anything. Uh, I think making gingerbread houses is fun. Okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll eat a graham cracker. I won't eat a gingerbread. Okay, a graham cracker is not gingerbread. Gingerbread is not good. It's a thing. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of ginger. I think that's fair. Ginger's like You're like a vampire. Ginger's like pretty. That's strong. garlic. That's garlic. And <laughs> I will eat garlic morning, noon, and night, every meal, all the time. I like the shit out of garlic. I, yeah. I'm just realizing that I don't really know what ginger is. Uh oh, it's just a tuber. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, as a spice, it's like a a little bit different from cinnamon, but in a way that like I really enjoy cinnamon and really don't enjoy ginger. Oh, here's what I'll say about ginger. How do you describe taste? Because I don't know how. The taste of ginger? How do you describe the taste of anything? Uh, I usually try to describe it in terms of like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not great with taste. I, I feel have like, like 90% four of... words to describe taste. <laughs> Good. What do you bad. call something when it's not bitter? Who knows? Sweet. <laughs> There's like, I got like bitter, sweet, sour, and salty. That's not enough. That's, I think, all of them. That's that's bad. I know there's umami. I don't actually know what it is. Oh, umami is just like the, the it's just when something tastes good. It's like when something perfectly encapsulates flavor in your mouth in a way that is uh, natural and right. I hate is that, this. Does that make sense? It's, a, it's, a, it's more of a, it's more of a feeling than a flavor is the thing. I hate this. Uh, but it's it's kind of like an ideal goal to hit when you're cooking sushi. I, I, I it seems like we as uh speakers of the english language did not make enough words for food well but that's the thing right is is when you describe what something tastes like you don't you you start with like your basic four like is it sweet is it salty is it spicy spicy is one i'm just thinking about suddenly i am just thinking of like wine tastings and how when they're trying to describe what something tastes like they usually use color. Or, or like, they, they describe, like, the barrel it might have been in or something. Because apparently yes. there's no other way to do it. That's the thing about describing something, Tony, is sometimes it's not enough to simply describe it. You need, like, a metaphor. You're a metaphor. Thank you. Uh, I will say this about ginger. Ginger is essential when you're eating sushi. You need pickled ginger to as a palate cleanser because it doesn't... It's like a sweeter... It's like a pickled ginger is like a sweeter, like... It's kind of like a sweet vinegar flavor doesn't matter uh, i uh don't eat sushi so that's fair but for people who for do me. i think you can't just eat like one type of sushi and then go to the next one because you can't the, the the combination of those flavors will ruin the experience i mean unless you're eating like shitty sushi then like do whatever the fuck you want but i got sushi opinions okay that's neato <laughs> <laughs> We we both just spent like you just spent so much time talking about cookies and me talking about sushi and where the other person's like I really don't give a shit about this actually so just wait wait until they're done. Well, I still feel like mine was on theme. <laughs> Definitely, it was on theme. I'll give you that. The theme of Christmas. Here's a phenomenon: Hallmark romance Christmas movies. Okay, here's the thing. I. I'm going to stop myself from talking about my brother, my brother, and me. Yes. <laughs> but it is my favorite holiday skit that they do. It is pretty great. When they did it again recently, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, Hallmark Christmas movies. 
And this, I like, I don't know, like, it isn't just Hallmark that does this, but Hallmark like, does it a lot, though. But Hall, Hallmark, I think, started the tradition of just pumping out, just pumping out Christmas movies. You're right, just like a a, a woman with a with a, a woman from the city goes to the country <laughs> and is taught how to love Christmas by this like lumberman and. <laughs> Breaks up with her city boyfriend because she has to move to the country now. Well, don't forget that this one was pointed out to me that also there's always an older gentleman who winks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got your, like, like, magical old person. Is that Santa Claus? Who knows? (laughs) Netflix has gotten in on it. Uh, I think Hulu is the primary Hallmark get if you don't have Hallmark. Amazon Prime is getting in on this, but like, if there is anything that I hate more than a Christmas movie, it is a Hallmark Christmas romance. It's just, it's its own specific kind of hilarious kind of horrible. Now, this is why I'm a little bit sad that we are not doing a Christmas movie uh, this year, Andy, because... Because you would pick, what, two? Two of these? Well, that's the thing, is maybe, you know, there's just so many Christmas movies that are bad in such different ways that like i feel like at some point we need to do hallmark how would we but the my question is right is how would we pick that's an, like but there's you know what it's there's so many question. i have no idea i have not it's it's like picking a favorite child how do you do it how do you do it oh my god i'm just realizing that there were like so many dr doolittle movies really well there's dr doolittle Doctor sure. Doolittle Two, Doctor mm-hmm. Doolittle Three, mm-hmm. Doctor Doolittle Tale to the Chief, Doctor Doolittle <laughs> Million Dollar Mutts, uh, and then the new one Doolittle, which is coming out next year. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna go see it. I am probably gonna go see it too. Probably gonna go see the new um, Star Wars movies soon too. Oh, I I'm gonna I before I do that I'm gonna go watch Cats. Are you really? Yes, my uh, my girlfriend is a big musical fan, and she is very excited for me to experience this. I, the quote, the way it was intended to be experienced, because uh, she hates this musical. By the way, okay. I, well, that's the thing. I was reading about. I was reading a review of Cats because we do this basically, and there were yeah. a lot of reviews of Cats. Um, and one of them mentioned sort of offhand that even though Cats the Musical won a bunch of Tony Awards the year it was the year it came Released. out, it was a critical flop. Critics saw this shitty fucking musical about a bunch of cats in a weird, sexy suicide cult and were like, no, this is bad. Uh, Tony. Oh, Tony. Hey, Tony. Did you know? That there was a 1998 direct-to-video musical film based on the stage musical Cats? No, but uh, it doesn't surprise me. If you try to pair two Cats movies at me, they're going to find me dead in the gutter. Uh, well, I mean, there are two. There are only two Cats movies. Separated literally by two decades. Best of luck watching Cats. It looks and sounds distinctly terrible. The fact that they got so many people, so many people who know what they're doing, musically and with movies, (laughs) to make something that everybody who has seen it goes, yes, this is terrible. So this is directed by Tom Hooper, 
who directed the Lemiz movie. Uh, which is not considered very good, right? I liked it. Okay. But I'm not a fan of musicals, and I think people who are fans of musicals didn't like it. So that's kind of okay. where where that stands, I think. Sure. Uh, but I thought it was a I thought it was a I thought it was a nice movie. I know a lot of people who like the musical who do like the movie. I think uh, the biggest problem that people had with that movie was just or one problem that I can't agree with, and another problem that I understand, which is. I understand that some of the musical performances might not be to the standard of somebody who enjoys musicals because right. a lot of these actors aren't musically trained. Yeah, which it seems like what you would do is you would get people who were musically trained because it'd probably be easier to teach them to just act for a camera, right? Yeah, but the the thing that I don't agree with is people who say, well, like, why don't you just go watch the stage play? And it's like, do do people understand how fucking hard it is to go, A, to just go watch a stage play? It's way more expensive than a movie, for one thing. Not, and not even expensive, though. Like, just to, You need to be in a city that's doing it, and yeah. you need to hope that these people are doing it well. Yeah, it's like, it, as much as I would love, right, to, to go to New York and watch Le Mis on Broadway... It's not going to happen anytime soon, if ever. It's it's a thing that's so far out of my ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, like on the West Coast, like Los Angeles isn't big on stage plays because it's 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 a place that all of the actors Where in LA are for movies. Yeah, they're film trained as opposed to theater trained. Yeah. That is a big difference, which is partially part of the reason why it's a problem that you have all these actors who are film trained doing these musical movies and not doing well. Because they're film trained, but they're not musical trained. But Hugh Jackman, I think, is the only actor who's done both. I briefly forgot that he was in Les Mis. He's the main character. Uh, yeah, well, is there a main character in Les Mis? I think Valjean is considered the main character. You follow him from the beginning to the end of his life. All right, whatever. Look, uh, I I don't know what's going on in Les Mis. Cards on the table. It's a good. I like the movie, but yeah, I uh, I might bring my recording setup and just really just depending on how how i feel getting out of that theater i might just record it in my car that'd be, that, that'd be pretty good be pretty uh, fun with my girlfriend it. and just kind of clean it up and just release it a bit to you yeah. unedited i went and saw frozen 2 today oh i forgot that that happened yeah uh it was pretty good I'm not a big fan of the original Frozen movie. It's just, mm-hmm. it was, it just really wasn't my thing. Yeah, we talked about this before. But how would you say that this sequel stacks up? This is like the first sequel Disney has done to theater, I think, since The Rescuers Down Under. Wow. I mean, I guess you could count Winnie the Pooh, but that's different. <laughs> right. And we're not counting any Disney non-animated movies. Yeah, I'm talking animated films. Right. And not Pixar, obviously. How does it stack up? Well, one of the things about it that's just kind of nice when you when you you're sitting down watching it is unlike almost every other movie we've seen, the style is the same, and the actors are the same. Yeah, and so like just that puts it head and shoulders above any other Disney sequel, you know. <laughs> um, In that it it perfectly matches the quality level right of animation i think it does fairly well with the characters um taking them from the places where they were left off in the last movie and then like exploring where they would still need to grow from there Uh uh-huh i'll tell you what i found to be its weakest point 
because I don't, I don't really want to get into spoiling this movie, partially because we, I mean, I don't think I'm going to ruin it for everybody, but also we only have like eight minutes left on the clock. And like, I don't, I don't want to get into like a whole summary of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this girl that Elsa had this thing with that I thought was supposed to be coded as romantic. Okay. And then nothing happened with it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that I. And it made me really mad because I thought, look, if she, if you don't want to make her gay, that's fine. Just don't. And if you want to make her gay, that's fine. Do it. But don't wink at people who say she's gay and say, what if she was gay? Because that sucks. Yeah, that, that, that level of queer baiting is so disingenuous and manipulative. I mean, probably what it is, is that, like, maybe somebody who was, some of the people working on this did want to give her a female love interest, and, like, they knew it wasn't going to happen, or something. I I don't know how much of them is, is this, like, bending over backwards for even that amount of, of stuff in it, but then I can just be mad at Disney as a company for not having that happen, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating because you want it's like you want it to be done well, but at the same time, it's like from just from past experience, I don't think I don't think it's gonna I don't think Disney's gonna do it until someone else already did it and proved that it can work. Right. Well, until a bunch of other people have done it, right? Yeah. Until it's until it's no longer and taboo isn't the right word, right? But until it's no longer, I guess, until they're not like breaking a mold anymore. Right. Well, that's because that's the thing is Disney's no longer at the forefront of this shit. They're they're like it, it, they have they're gonna do it big and they're gonna do it safe because they they can't risk alienating their big safe audience demographic or whatever the fuck. Right. It's like right. It's eternally frustrating that they're compromising on art for the sake of appealing to people who ultimately probably aren't even gonna give a shit about this movie. Right. I mean, who's gonna get pissed? Like one million moms. You know, that's actually like fifteen moms. Yeah, and 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 fifteen moms and like thirty dudes. <laughs> uh, and like, really, as as far as I can tell from what pushback to that stuff has been, is like in general, it actually seems like now stuff does better when people are pissed at it. Well, I, and it, it, part of it is like, A, all of these people who are mad about it are going to go watch it to be mad about it. Like, I'm the guy who fucking walked because into Justice League. People like, are fucking dumb. I started calling people dumb before I realized it would insult you, but also as I said it, I did not regret it. Just so well, we're all that's clear the thing. on what happens. We, we live in a society where people are going and experiencing these things not because they want to but because they there's a conversation and mm. they want to be a part of the conversation right mm. like I, I how many how many people are watching star wars not because they care about star wars because so many people are going to be talking about star wars yo i 100 percent did not go see joker fuck that noise me neither. I just don't care. I don't give a shit enough about DC movies right now. Uh, I love Joaquin Phoenix, so it's, I'm probably going to watch it at some point just to know what it is. But I'm not going to go to a theater. Like, there are too many good movies to watch first. I'm worried that um, Star Wars, that I'm not going to like Star Wars. Despite my attempts to block people's hot takes, I am realizing now that there is a large chance that i'm probably not going to like this movie which I'll is tell fine you, i'll tell you why i'm worried in a way that i hope isn't a spoiler i heard palpatine might be back 
God, fuck. Are you serious? And, like, that's, like, a dumb plot point, right? Like, I hate it. <laughs> I, I, like, I myself joked about that when the fucking first movie came out. I believe you did. And that's, see, that's why it shouldn't happen. Because that's not a good... Oh, that's that's not, not a good direction. That's a joke direction. That's yeah. That's fucking no bueno, man. Like yeah. Ugh. Well, I I just I loved the Last Jedi. I genuinely think that that is one of the like best Star Wars movies that I have ever seen. It blew me away in a way that no other Star Wars movie ever had. And the reaction to it being what it was, I feel like you. I've got to watch every Star Wars movie myself now because I can't I can't trust what other people say about it. Well, that's the thing, right? Is is like I walked out of The Last Jedi and I was so in love with it and then everyone and then there was this big backlash against it and I was confused. I was like, did the world like, not watch what, the what movie? Talk, like it was the same a, thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing and now and I feel like there's going to be a backlash to it, a pushback that 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 this movie because it is J.J. Abrams again is going to push back on a lot of the really cool stuff that was done in The Last Jedi mm. because of that reaction. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm worried that that's what this movie's going to be, is going to be like 90% retconning the movie that just happened. <laughs> I don't know. And I, honestly, even if it is not good, like I don't give a shit. I, I loved the second one, and I'm probably going to keep loving The Last Jedi just as a standalone film. Uh, cause it's, it, there's so much in it that I enjoyed. Yeah. Here's the thing. I like a story. I yeah, like a exactly. It closes, you know, Beginning, I, I don't... middle end. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I don't think the last Jedi is a good isolated story, but it's, it's good enough. I think on its own, it ends in a place where you can go, I'm done. I don't know. My, my, my relationship with star Wars has become complicated in the last couple of years. Everybody's relationship with star Wars is complicated. <laughs> They all have the same Facebook status about their relationship with Star Wars. Did you guys like that joke from 2006 I told? Hey guys. Hey everybody. <laughs> Did you like that joke that I that I made from 2006 about Facebook? You guys remember Facebook? Facebook is still the most popular social media site. I know, in the but world, that Tony. joke was still quite old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if Facebook has quotes anymore. Does Facebook have uh, putting your relationship as it's complicated? Because that seems like they the do. buck they do. wildest thing. You know, I uh, they do. That is still a thing. Um, I wish Facebook was revolutionary enough to let you upload a MIDI file to be your theme song whenever people went to your Facebook page like MySpace did. Because that shit was dope. Does your Facebook page, I guess you can't go to like the HTML like file and like get in there. No. That's I mean... Y- you could, but you can't edit it. <laughs> right. Bummer. Anywho, thank you for listening to Direct to Video VHS. VHS? DVD extras. We left that one off in kind of a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> but what else is new? Be us being mad about Star Wars? Who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, not a. Maybe weird wasn't the. It was. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> What the hell was I talking about? Canada. Canada. Probably not. <sighs> just gonna say. Yeah, so look forward to a possible Cats episode. Just <laughs> come on, man. I, I Listen, I'm gonna watch it. Is The thing is, is I is it's gonna happen. You have fun. I, 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 You know what? Depending on who else is in that theater, I just might. <laughs> oh, that was the thing I wanted to say about Frozen. Nobody was in that theater, which is pretty nice. That it's, is nice. It's bed long enough and it was the middle of the afternoon. You know how it is. I was going to say, did that movie come out in, like, what, October or November? 
Yeah, uh, November. I think it's 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 been a little while, but I knew they weren't going to close it before Christmas. So. Yeah, you got to keep your ice movie. Got to put Frozen Two on ice. Okay, Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can find me, your host, Tony Robusto, at TheaterBats on Twitter, and you can find the comic that I do at InspiredByTrueEvents.org. You can find me at Royalty underscore Valens on Twitter, on uh, Tumblr, and uh, you can find our podcast at Direct2.video. We're working on, on like, a rebranding. <laughs> I don't think it's a rebranding exact. I don't, I don't know if that's the word. Anyway, there's, there's new stuff on the site. It's all, I don't know, what's this color? Peach? Yeah. It's like sort of a tan pink. You know that look. <laughs> a tan pink. I think that's my, I think that's my skin color. Pink. Um, I'm a white pink. It's just the cold once it gets warmer. Jesus, please. <laughs> I am 40% here. I cannot remember the thing I was trying to think of at some other point in time. I would like to thank Lee Rosevere for his song Planet E off of Trappist One. That's a good idea. Do that. Make sure to, you know, rate us, review us, uh, give us some stars. We're taking a, a little bit of a break coming back next year, so keep an eye out. The, yes, like the return like, of direct to video will happen. Boy, that damn thing's been beeping this whole time. Yeah, I I'm very frustrated as to what the hell it could be. Because mm-hmm. I pulled the batteries out of my smoke alarm. So now I'm like, what do I need to pull the batteries out of to make them even less safe? Fire safety is important, kids. But you know what's more important than fire safety is not listening to beeping. Also, it's really hard to buy D batteries. This has been a public service announcement, and I am the ghost of shots. Nailed it. Thank you. Words. Words. Words, I said. Punch. <laughs> uh, you do sound uh, exhausted. I, 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 I is. Do you... I is. I is I, so exhausted. I, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, tomorrow is the beginning of all of my holiday travels. What? Phone, don't do that right now. <laughs> hey, phone. A real dink. Hey, phone, calm down.